and it sails through the sticks right onto the cross. Is that... Are we doing I'm that? <laughs> we do actually need to record an intro, so shall we fucking wait? And it's the rookie from Nazareth coming up for his first punt of the season. And oh, we shanked it wide right, right into your lap. This is the Drop King of Jesus podcast. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to intro it? Because I do all of the like. Okay. And it's the the rookie out of Nazareth lining up for his first kick of the year. And it sails wide right. <laughs> I fucking I loved every single second of what just happened. Man. That was genuinely the greatest thing I've ever heard. I wasn't expecting you to say, "Here comes the rookie from Nazareth." <laughs> oh, welcome to Drum Kick Me Jesus. The Hello. show where we talk about anything that isn't American football because we do it in another thing that you can listen to over here on Stiff Up Lip Pod. But yeah, what started so out as a, a brief recap of last episode. Yeah, um, go on, give us your recap, Sam. Okay, uh, we we discussed in in fairly good length last episode, uh, Bringing Horizons, fantastic new EP. Um, a, a strong recommend from us both. Um, Do you want to give us the name of that EP, the... or are you gonna? Are you just gonna leave it, it that? Post-human survival horror. It is, yeah, yeah. Great album, very good album. Oh, fantastic! But... Um, yeah, we we gave each other a little assignment. Uh, Tom's was on record, I believe. It was actually. I mean, it. it I, I thought that when. We would sort of talk about it. We were going to do like one each a week, but I guess if we do one a week for both of it, so like. Yeah, I like that. Then okay. we both have something to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, this is basically like a project that we didn't even really expect to be a thing. And then Emma sort of posted <laughs> nope. it last year. Uh, while I was in the Berg on my birthday, and it was just like, oh, drop kick me, Jesus. And then we had like our four minute little bonus thing. But now, here we are this year. We did our first one last week because we had to sign off, and nobody should trust us to just sit on our own in a Zoom call forever. And uh, now here we are. Yeah. So, I'd say, um, how are you doing? But like, I already know. You can check out the other episode to hear how Sam's doing and how I'm doing. This is just yeah, we're, bonus brother. We're both pretty great. Yeah. Um, um, shall we? Shall we get into our albums of choice? Yeah. So I'd say if we start with uh, Tom's recommendation, ooh, given it is on record from last week, uh, Tom recommended that I listen to a record. From well, the singular EP from Bandits of the Acoustic Revolution. Um, I forget now what relation it is to Streetlight Manifesto. Uh, if you could refresh me, yeah. So, Bandits of the Acoustic Revolution is the little extra thing that Thomas Kalnicky and some of the other members of Catch 22, when they left Catch 22, um, were like basically they went and did like an EP which is just full of, like, 
acoustic hits. And to be honest, one of them is a cover of um, a Catch-22 song. One of them is a song that would eventually become uh, the, well, one of the first tracks that Streetlight Manifesto ever put out. And then there's two sort of, well, three sort of original songs that we didn't really hear again for a bit. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's called a call to arms. I would I would recommend it to everyone. But what did you think, Sam? I thought it was fantastic. I've been uh, I've been a, a fan of Streetlight Manifesto for a while. Um, not well, I say that I have listened to one of their albums. I forget which one it is. It's the one with is it a moment of silence and. Oh, uh, the original one, which is fucking uh, Everything Went Numb. Yeah. Or Everything Goes Uh, Numb, because the title track is Everything Went Numb. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is a fantastic album. Um, But yeah, so I feel very familiar with them, but probably relative to anyone else that's, you know, really a fan, uh, probably not so much. Uh, but yeah, I was I was a uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, I'd listened to a few bits from is it Toke? Yeah, the the Streetlight singer. Uh, yeah. A few kind of acoustic bits and bobs that he'd done, which were kind of reworkings of Streetlight songs, um, which I'd enjoyed. And this was just kind of more of this, not more of the same, more of the same but better, really. Um, but yeah, uh, some like original bits that kind of. I assume went on to become kind of Streetlight or Catch Twenty Two songs, um, with you know everything that you'd expect really from that. You know, um, some really nice kind of softer acoustic stuff. Obviously, a lot of horns. Um, quite kind of uh, yeah, very kind of sweet. Uh, quite a pretty little EP. Nice. Well. Yeah, I mean, you can you can go check it out. There are only five songs on the EP. It's not very long, like, at all. Um, so, I mean, that gets a seal of approval from both of us. Yeah, I uh, especially liked the Here's to Life cover. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's always really weird when you sort of place where this EP came in that sort of situation, because it was literally like they released Keysby Nights with Catch-22 and then they left. And then it was like, Here's to Life was a song that Thomas Kalnicki had always had like in the background and like he'd he'd wanted to put it on a record, so he'd made this. Um and then Dear Sergio was on Keysby Nights, and then the other three were like originals I do love for this Dear project. Sergio. Yeah, it's a fucking banger, to be fair. I think that Catch twenty two is Keysby Nights is genuinely one of the greatest alternative I've not albums. Listened to it. Have you actually not? No. Right. Well, there's my uh, there's my homework <laughs> for Sam next week. <laughs> you'll um, you'll enjoy it, dude. Is it of a similar vibe? A pretty similar vibe. I mean, I like so. you can you can hear the streetlight overtones. It it sounds like what you'd get if you cross like 2004 Catch 22 with like 2004 Streetlight. Because it was the same sort of band, but it was a mix of members. So yeah, I'd recommend that. So I that's your that. homework for next week. Um, cool. My homework for this week was Drug Church's uh, album from 2018, Cheer, which 
I listened to 25 minutes before starting the recording and I enjoyed every single song from it and I've saved every single song from it. I thought that it was a, a lovely, like, punky, gritty album, um, but also one that I could happily chuck on in the background if needed. And I think that that's the best sort of album to me. Yeah, I I am so happy that you like this. I feel like Drug Church are like my little like my band yeah like uh, the people that I suggest them to they don't have a lot of crossover with like a lot of my friends mm. music tastes um but yeah um so cheer uh 2018 record release on Pure Noise um who have a lot of very good bands on their roster um also a quick recommendation Year of the Knife great hardcore band just released an album this year which is fantastic um but yeah, it's a really great kind of post-hardcore, a bit kind of punk rocky album. I think the uh, Drug Church have two full lengths uh, that are released prior to this. Uh, Hit Your Head and Paul Walker. Yes. Um, <laughs> which are both, you know, they're both really solid, uh, again, kind of post-hardcore, like punk rock albums. Um Cheer, I think the biggest changes, or at least the biggest kind of um, growths that came uh, from this album were the songwriting and the lyricism is kind of some of my favorite, you know, the the lyrics are fantastic. They They range greatly in topic. There's... Um, Dollar Story, I think, is a fantastic song about kind of, you know, the realities of like poverty, especially in America, um, and the day to day kind of drudgery of it all. I think, um, Unlicensed Hall Monitor is a fantastic song about how you'll have all these shitty people in positions of power above you that you know I mean it just the lyrics are fantastic through and through and just the production as well like everything feels fucking meaty Mm. and like thick god it's it's probably my favourite album really yeah ooh interesting yeah See, I definitely will be listening to more of this album, I think. I've I've got it all saved, and I think it'll be one of those where... Because I think me listening to it right before this episode probably didn't help the album all that much, and I still really enjoyed it. So, like, I'm, no, I'm yeah, very it, ready to give it more... It has lessons. a lot of kind of replay value, I think. Yeah. Um, but I find you that know, most punk music does. I think it's very easy to, if you are... Well, yeah, it's very, especially in, like, the riffs on it, it's very punky. Mm. It's, you know, it's quite accessible if you're looking for more hard... <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> if you're looking for more kind of hardcore stuff, it's a very accessible kind of entry point to that. Yeah. This is kind of, like, how I got into more hardcore music. Kind of always teetered on the edges of it. And this while I've listened to, you know, a lot more kind of gritty hardcore prior to it, it really kind of got his hooks in in terms of like the the, the kind of 
the style and the production and kind of endeared me to the genre. Yeah. I think um, just as a quick, I don't know whether or not like this is some, I mean, fuck it. We'll, we'll put it in. People can hear all of our like little surmisings about how we're going to carry this forward. I think what we should do is we should do like one album each to the other. That's like a recommended, you will enjoy this. We both listen to it as well so that we can have a bit of a discussion about it unless we're like fully comfortable with how the album sounds. And then we do one album that we've only heard one or two songs max off of. Ooh. So we both I like that. we both learn a new like both give an album a listen. I think that that'd be a good good little thing to do. I'd like that very much. Yeah. Both of us go on a little bit of a musical journey. Oh, this is this is just blossoming, Tom. It is. There's just so much like lovely thing. So, what's what would you say your album of the of the next episode should be for me? Okay, give me a second. I should have prepared for this. Oh I no, was, it's fine. I've what? I've not actually so prepared kind of, either. I was so excited about being able to talk about. <laughs> about drug church yeah um i'm gonna say i'm gonna ask you if you're familiar with a few bands um just so i can give you something that is hopefully quite new um are you familiar with the work of pup uh what p-u-p like yes i am familiar with who they are and i keep getting recommended to listen to them but i haven't listen to them i will recommend to you oh which one do i give you okay I'll, i will recommend to you uh pup's 2019 album morbid stuff um it is an absolute diamond of a record right morbid stuff perfect i will give that a listen um, and we will discuss it. I'm sure either next week or potential. I mean, what do we do in the in the instance where like people are here for the rest of the thing? Like, do we just pretend to sneak off and then we hop back on for this? <laughs> or... I mean, I was gonna say if people are open to you know, if we want to get the the Wilkins Hebron experience. Involved. If they're if they're cool with the vibes that we're putting down, yeah, I mean, if they it's not would be so humble as to guest on Drop Kick Me Jesus. Well, it all came out as like a uh, it it was originally going to be like our chance to talk ska music, but there's far too much yeah. non ska music that we both want to talk about. So like, <laughs> that's that's where we stand. Uh, really, I mean, it's pretty much just an informal chat, and we get to talk a little bit of music at the end of it. But yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so you've you've recommended me that. Oh, what do I recommend to you as? While while I'm looking for an album that I can recommend to you, I want you to go on to like the newest releases of albums yeah. and pick a new release. I feel Ooh, like that, okay. So we'll we'll both listen to a brand new album in time for next week. I've got one that I've been desperate to listen to, Ooh. but haven't had chance. Okay. 
which I think I will like. I have no idea if it'll be kind of your thing or not. Okay. But um, Action Bronson's latest album. Ooh, okay. Uh, called Only for Dolphins. Only for Dolphins. Right, hang on. Yes. Uh, dual recommendation. I've listened to the singles from it, which I fucking love, and it has a very particular vibe, which I think... Kind of, if you gel with it, you will like the entirety of this album. Like I said, I haven't listened to it, but I can only assume. Okay. Um, how familiar are you with the work of Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes? I'm not as familiar as I'd like to be. I have the... Is it the End of Suffering? End of Suffering, yeah, the one from 2019. Yeah, I uh, I have that, which I like. Uh, but I haven't really uh, listened to much else. Okay, so if you've not listened to much else, I'm going to recommend you their 2015 debut album, Blossom, because they just released they they just released the deluxe edition of it. But the no. original the original itself is is more than fine. Like I've not actually heard the remaining three tracks. In fact, shall we listen to the to the first side of the deluxe one? Because the second side's just live uh, live shows. But there's three bonus yeah. tracks that I've not heard either. Um, so yeah, I'm going to recommend to you Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes uh, 2015 uh, album Blossom, which is the... So I've been a fan of Frank Carter for about five years, and it was an NXT UK show that used <laughs> a song off of this album um, in the show, and I was like, this sounds amazing, I'm going to give it a listen. Um, and then I'd listen to the rest of the album, and from that moment on i've been like hooked on everything that they've done and i think you would you would benefit greatly from hearing blossom so okay that's your album of the week next week okay i was i was thinking about for a second then changing my recommendation to you but i won't but just because i'm a little familiar with frank carter from his work in gallows yes which was great yeah, Gallows then continued with um, the help of Wade McNeil, who's one of the guitarists from Alex is on Fire. Alex oh, is on Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who I haven't really listened to, but I only know them through Wade McNeil going on tour as a replacement guitarist for my absolute favorite band of all time, the Cantabats. Ah, I see. There's all this little, little yeah, bit of a link it's here. all intertwined. Yeah, what a, what um, a joyful experience. I was gonna recommend to you a Cantabats album, but save I won't that for next week. Time will come. Yeah, yes, because that pop album is a fucking barnstorm. Well, I'm excited now that you've recommended me the pop album because I have been I've been recommended it quite some time, and yeah, so I guess if you want to hear us talk about Frank Carter's Blossom Pups. Uh, morbid stuff and then action bronson only for dolphins while also probably talking about some other bullshit then i guess you'll probably catch us next week for another cool edition. i'm excited yeah because with our, our recommendations of i mean i know that uh bandits of the acoustic revolution album was you know acoustic but i feel like our our recommendations so far are mostly centered on punk yeah music we are basically like Punk and hardcore and and all of those good things. Fans, yeah. Really. So that Action Bronson album, I'm quite interested to discuss with you. Yeah, 
Because when I when I heard that you'd recommended me an Action Bronson album, I was like, "Oh, do I recommend you um, one of my other favorite albums that uh, I have had a one hundred percent success rate on recommending to people of any it genre?" It's uh, Malibu by Anderson Pack. I fucking love Anderson Pack. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll save that for. I'll save that for next week because I, I have you heard Malibu? Yes. Okay. Malibu was the first album of his that I listened to. Same. Um, and then, God, what's it called? It begins with an O. It's uh, Oxnard. Oxnard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I actually kind of prefer to Malibu. Really? Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we can get into all this juicy stuff on another episode. Well, technically, we, we can actually technically get into it right now. I mean... Unless you've got anything that you need to be doing right now. I do need to go make tea. Okay. okay. All right. We'll put, pin in, we'll put a pin in Malibu. But I think we should make some time for a, a proper episode of Dropkick Me Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'd, I'd be very happy to create Or at least, you know, a little bit longer. Yeah, because this one's just gone to, on for about Just so we have minutes. space to, to get into the... Yeah, that's true. I think actually, half yeah. an hour is a good kind of. Yeah, yeah. When else are we going to talk about Anderson Pack? Exactly. We're not going to do it outside of people being able to hear it. What? What are we <laughs> morons? But anyway, this has been, I guess, drop kick me, Jesus. Yeah. Episode three. They get longer think... and longer every time. We're sooner or later going to have like a four-hour episode of Drop Kick Me Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we eventually do a Twitch thing. Well, it'll be really easy to basically like just sit here and talk for hours on I end. I mean, yeah. Because that's... You just get lost. The amount of times that I've started like an hour-long Twitch stream and then it's gone on for five hours, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening, I guess. Uh, whatever I've decided to use as the theme. I mean, Sam, if you've got any suggestions whatsoever as to a royalty-free song... <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam's almost just spat a beer all over him. <laughs>